Hello and welcome to the Barber's Time Podcast, the official podcast for the Chase Receive McGee. I'm your host, Brandon Barber, and this week on Barbage Time, we have the Skullcast with David Cook and Brandon Barber. It is Vikings football here and now. Get your horns ready. <laughs> David, can you blow the horn for me? How was that? <laughs> you got to get the clap in there. <laughs> Did you you clapped it though, right? I got it. I got you. I got you. All right. There we go. Bang the drums, blow the skull. Hell yeah. Yeah, it's it's been a rough start so far for our skull boys, but um we're 3 really What are you talking about? Team. We hit that field goal at the end. The refs didn't screw us on the Dalvin fumble. We uh kicked Russell Wilson's ass. 3 0. Well, right? the team the team has played very well. We did get screwed on those two games. Um, you know, it is what it is. A loss is a loss. You know, we take it on the chin. But I really think that we're going to end up in the playoffs at the end of the year and competing yeah. for an NFC North title. Yeah, I mean, the rest of the division is the worst division in football. So it'll be really easy to win the division, honestly, this year. A uh, good year to do it. Um, really no talent anywhere else in the division. So it's really ours for the taking. If Kirk keeps playing the way that he does and – Honestly, it, he is playing way better than anyone I've ever any any year I've ever seen him play before. Would you agree? Like, have you watched his games? I've watched zero games, but fuck Kirk Cousins. No, I, I lied. I did watch a little of the Bengals game, but um, fuck Kirk Cousins. Let's get Kellen Mond in there, and then we can win a Super Bowl. You know, he's he, I I do like Kellen Mond. Um, I like him a lot, but I'm telling you, Barber. Uh, Kirk Cousins is playing some of the best football in his career right now. Well, he has the best running back, the best wide receivers, good play caller. So, uh, so through the first three weeks, 918 yards, 118.3 QBR, eight TDs, zero interceptions, and a 73.9 completion percentage. Those are those are. I'm not saying that's MVP numbers, but he's like he's in. He like he's he's got to like have his breath thrown like you know what i mean just like throw it in there he's a beta bitch that's why he's on our free agent wire no one even wants him after yeah. that start that's all you gotta know <laughs> yeah if, if patty gets hurt that's my guy yeah you heard it here first the only reason he's not picked up is because you have patty you're absolutely right and i don't have enough space for another i already have madison backing up cook i can't have Cousins backing up Patty too. <laughs> I will say that Yogi should probably have picked him up and played him over Stafford, but I mean Stafford's been pretty good too, so we'll see. Yeah, the Rams are nice. But let's get into the these matchups here. Uh we're gonna recap week three. We're gonna start with the So Ass Canal versus the Jack Sex Havers, and Kale pulled it out one thirty two to one oh seven. Um good one for Kale. Honestly, like it's like every year with Matt. He just like he has a decent team on paper. Like I don't think anyone would say he has a bad team or anything. He just doesn't perform. He comes out, puts up barely over a hundred. And I mean, Kale didn't have anything special of a week. He had a good week for sure, one thirty-two. But I mean, it's just Matt. not never comes together for Matt. It feels like. Yeah, I, I actually really like Matt's team on paper. Um, the thing that sucks about this past week is that Kyler Murray hasn't been what he was the first two weeks. Like he went total bonkers the first two weeks and he got 22 and a half, which is, you know, it's, it, it's over 20 points. You know what I mean? It's For a good quarterback, four. That's, that's half decent. 
But then um, DeAndre didn't really do that well. Joe Mixon didn't do as well as he's been playing in the past. Um, I actually really think, given what the rosters look like, Kale got lucky and pulled away with with uh, by beating by beating a good um, Jack Sex Havers team. Yeah, did Nut got hurt, right? I I, bl- I think he might have been hurt going into the game. Yeah, he had um, sore ribs, is what it says. So uh, I'm sure that Matt that hampered him a bit. Start, Matt was telling me to start Christian Kirk, and I didn't, and he ended up having a, a good ass game. It's funny how Matt can handle your team, but you can't handle your team. Uh, I still <laughs> handle it, and I still won. I still came away with the dub. But he he definitely, like, I mean, he had a good game from Carson until Carson got hurt. Uh, played the Cleveland defense matchup, which was definitely good for there. Um, as far as the regular team, I've been seeing a lot of single-digit numbers. And that's not what you're looking for. I mean, Mixon still had a good game. He had 90 rushing yards, just no touchdown or 100-yard bonus. Uh, no receiving, really, either, which that sucks. But um, we'll see how he does moving forward. As far as Kale's team, though, uh, Lamar has just kind of been very solid with that rushing yard bottom line. It uh, really helps him out there. Um, 20, 38, I think Lamar is playing like Kale wanted him to play last year. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, he did come around last year at the end of the year. So um, I, I guarantee he would not have kept him if he didn't come around like he did. So um, good stuff from him. Uh, pretty decent schedule coming up here. Denver's tough, but he's got Indy, the Chargers, and Cincinnati. You like to see all of those. So uh, a lot of good stuff probably coming from the bottom quarterback. Um, Devontae Adams finally coming into his own. 132, 12 receptions, and a touchdown. That's what you drafted him for. Absolutely. Allen Absolutely. Robinson, on the other hand, I don't think that's what you drafted him for. Two for 27. And I don't. I think this is as bad as it gets, pretty much for him. But I don't think he's guaranteed for over twenty ever. Wait, I'm sorry. Who are you talking about? Allen Robinson. Oh no, not this year. He's he he. Kale's Kale's been trying to dump him on my lap. And a couple weeks ago, I'm a big Allen Robinson fan because I've had him. I traded for him last year, and I drafted him the year before that, and he was always very solid. But this year, I want no parts of anything having to do with the Chicago Bears. Not the defense, not their running backs, not their receivers, and especially no parts of Andy Dalton and no parts of Justin Fields yet. I think he'll come around, but not right now. Yeah, originally I had said that Kale did a good job with that trade, getting Robinson, uh, Hurts, and uh, Jacobs. But, I mean, Jalen Hurts is... Honestly, he's been probably better than Lamar, 34, 21, and 28. Yeah, he's been better than Lamar. It's just it feels really bad playing him, which honestly, this week against KC, I might do it. I might play Hurts over Jackson. Um, but playing, I mean, they could be playing. Wait, so Hurts is playing Kansas City. Um, Kansas City this next week. Yeah, I mean, they could be playing from down or it's going to be a shootout, you know. Well, they'll definitely be playing from down. KC is one and two. They're going to pull up everything in this game. They can't go one and three. So you'll definitely see the fireworks go off in that game. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, Nuck obviously didn't do anything this week, but I bet you Kale, if he could do it over, he would probably switch back that trade because Jacobs has been hurt all year. You don't know if he's going to play this week. He plays on Monday night. It's really tough to rely on. And then you got Allen Robinson not doing anything, which I think that does get better, but I don't know if it 
equals out to Nuck, which it's really tough. But yeah, the running backs for Kale are, were solid this week, though. Swift getting the receiving yards, both scoring a touchdown. Honestly, both of them getting receiving yards because uh, Gibson had that one re- one reception for 73 yards and a touchdown. That's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and, he played. I mean, that's that's just super efficient yeah. usage. I mean, the biggest thing with that one is obviously he only had 31 rushing yards, and if you take away that one recep- big reception, then he had an awful week. But that's the thing with Gibson. He has that in him to break a big one. And in a game where they were down by, what, 30 points at one point or whatever, like, you're just happy to get, get out of that one with a nice one big play and move on to next week. So it uh, shouldn't be too bad for him going forward. He's going to be plugging and playing tight end with Fant and Gronk. Uh, we'll have to see how that goes. And uh, good week overall for it, Kale. I think it's crazy how um, Matt has both Hopkins and Hill and – Combined, they barely got him ten points. Yeah, Marvin Jones Jr. almost outscored them both. They're gonna. There's gonna be weeks though where Matt, like those two players, account for like sixty points. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's basically what Matt was missing this week was those two guys, or even um, Mixon doing it much more because obviously Mixon only had nine points, like nine point nine. So you're hoping for 20 out of at least one of those guys, but really two out of three most weeks is what you're looking for is at least 20 out of them. Um, and Nuck is one of those guys where I think he was probably hurt this week, but you really like to see a high floor from a guy like that, especially with the stack with Kyler. Um, I mean, both of them kind of rely on each other. I mean, one does well, the other is going to do well. I think most weeks you're going to have that. Kale just got lucky. And he didn't have to face that this week. So I think brighter yeah. days for Matt, for sure. Yeah, definitely a bad week for Matt. I think on paper, Matt's team looks better and Kale squeaked away with one. But that's just how it goes. Got to get these wins early, you know? Yep, definitely. Let's move on to the next matchup. We got Nuckiffy Buck versus the weak-ass pussies. And Garrett took this one. Now, Brown was saying about how he's getting his ass kicked, but I mean, Brown stood tall here, too, putting up 165. It sucks losing that, but at least in the long haul, you have those points in your back pocket. I mean, one and two sucks, especially when you would have basically beat everyone else in the league, um, except for one other team. Uh, but, it, I mean, what are you going to do? You have a big uh, big week from Josh Allen there, putting up 49. Josh Allen, Mike Williams, Thielen, the touchdown machine. Aaron Jones, obviously a BCEH, had a good game. I mean, Breon's team, I mean, they look, you know, like when it's all coming together, it's, I mean, he's he's got a solid team on paper. Brown, I mean, it sucks, dude, to, to put up 165 and lose, you know. But, um, you know, I, I think it was a good matchup. I don't think he got his ass kicked like he said or like you said he said. But um, I think, you know, his his team played well, and they look good on paper, and they could easily continue to keep doing well throughout the rest of the season. Yeah, definitely. Um, another big week from Brady. He just seems like a machine this year. Um, as far as keeper go, that's a pretty good keeper for you, Brown. Um, and it's just going to get better. He plays New England next week. You know he's going to try to run up the score in that one. Oh, absolutely. I really wish he would trade me Kelsey. I could use that right now. I think a lot of people could use a Travis Kelsey on their team cook. 
Um, I mean, if you're willing to give up Dalvin, I'm sure you could get him from him. I don't think that's fair, though. Obviously, you would have to get more, but I don't think you're even willing to give up Dalvin, and I think that's the only way you could get him from him. Yeah, you're probably right. But uh, really, I think looking at at the like the matchup, the big the big dookie was was David Montgomery. If David Montgomery, you know, like just being a part of that Bears offense, they can't do shit. You know that that's probably like he he might be able to to squeak away barely with that win. You know. Yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, putting up six and a half points isn't the worst week ever, but obviously it's not what you want from your your big time running back there. Uh, I mean, what do you what can you say? Like, he's a great running back, and when I was looking at it in the draft, like I really wanted to take him there, but it was just like, do I trust the Bears enough with Nagy? Like, if Nagy gets fired, maybe things improve, but I mean. What, are they going to put in a whole new system right in the middle of the season? It's probably still going to suck after he's gone. Like, you, you don't know what you're getting from quarterback. I mean, Dalton's hurt. You got Nick Foles, who I don't want anything to do with him. And then you got the rookie who obviously can't do it yet. Like, I'm sure he wasn't helped out by Nagy, but he obviously isn't that great by himself right now. He needs to learn a bit more. It's tough, but at least he has a lot of guys around him on his team with Brady Evans. More more look great. Like on Thursday night, he looked great. Uh, Barkley's finally coming into his own. Um, didn't quite hit 100 total yards, but got the touchdown. Um, receiving, running, you like to see that. I mean, they score 14 points and he puts up 18. That's You're pretty happy with that, at least. Um, but- so my question, and it's, it's, it's just regarding the Bears because we've talked about him a couple times so far in the podcast. But do you consider putting like having Nick Foles as a starter? You know, like, I mean, he's obvious. I mean, he, he's, he's had his years. He's been a starter in the past, you know, and you have Justin Herbert who is a rookie and clearly needs to sit and you know what I mean? Like learn, do you go with someone like Foles or do you just go through your growing pains with, with uh with Herbert, I guess my thing is is that with if Nagy's on the hot seat for real, you know, then it's win now. And can Justin Fields get it done? Look at this past week. I don't know. So Nagy has said all three quarterbacks are up for it for the job. Um, Matt Nagy is also stupid. And <laughs> basically, if it was my team, I would have Fields out there as long as I knew I I wouldn't get him hurt. And I don't want to scar him. If I don't have a line that can protect him, I know he has the the ability to run, get him out of the pocket, let him create some stuff, play some backyard football. Um, I mean, at this point, you just got to teach him slowly. Don't throw it all at him at once. Let him get out of the pocket, do some of the stuff he did at Ohio State, and just kind of treat him like a Lamar almost and just kind of get him moving. I mean, even if it's not purely what you would want to see at quarterback, like – He's your future. Let him go out and do some stuff. Um, obviously, he has enough talent to, to go that high in the draft. Um, he's shown that he, he can look good. So uh, just one bad week, I'm not going to write him off for it. Uh, it was just a tough game overall. Um, but either way, it's not well, a good situation necessarily. Nagy, Nagy sucks, and he coached at Palmyra. You know what I mean? So, like, how good can he really be? Can't be that good. Exactly. But uh, looking at Me the other, yeah, looking at the other team, uh, Breon just basically hit everywhere. Um, 
Ridley, Thielen, and Mike Williams is Mike Williams has been a great uh, pickup for him. And uh, 18, 18, and 33 for the year for him. I mean, Keenan Allen's the number one there, but I mean, everyone's kind of always seen that Mike Williams has the the huge amount of talent there. He's basically like Mike Evans on the other side. Um, just huge athlete. He just hurts himself too much, so it's tough. Mike Williams got uh, he got Brown his championship last year, right? He was on Brown's team for his run. I don't remember, but I actually, yeah, I do remember him getting hot. Um, I guess I was for Brown's team, but um, I remember Montgomery really was the one who got him the championship because Montgomery got hot there. Um, but Aaron Jones and Edward Solaire on the other side doing good stuff. Edward Solaire getting to 100 yards was huge. He fumbled, which he's not supposed to ever fumble. Like, that's his calling card is that he never fumbles. Um, so we'll have to see how he... He transitions from that or if it actually becomes a problem. Um, Dude, Barbara, I just realized something. So I know we were talking shit on Nagy, and I said he coached at Palmyra, and he wasn't a Cougar, but Palmyra is the Cougars. Well, They are the Palmyra Cougars, right? Yeah, that's on you for for not knowing their thing, I guess. I told – it just just clicked. It just hit my head, and I I had to say that because I know someone – code – Dakota would be the one that'd be like, you know, Palmyra is the Cougars, right? You know, I just had, to, <laughs> had to make sure I clarified that. Give you a little chuckle while he says yeah. it. But uh, good win for Garrett. Big time uh, points. Even his bench was good. Um, not much more you can say there. But uh, there is one team that scored more than these two teams, and that is the Click Clack Turns Back Germ. I'm not sure what. <laughs> did you just switch back to. The really Wheelie boy? Bros. I, I don't know, dude. I wish you. I wish he was better with his names. Honestly, <laughs> I wish it was more than an emoji. You know, that's coming from the Jinx monks. So um, yeah, my team just you know had a lot of bad luck so far. At least you have a good picture. Yeah, I guess that does makes it a lot better. But uh, we got one eighty eight to one of five. Germ put it on him, and uh, curious germs over there, Dakota. I mean, he uh, didn't sound too confident on the podcast to make the bet. Uh, it seems like Germ did the gentleman thing and moved his team to back to the Wheelie Bros instead of Curious Codes. Um, it's crazy. You know what it was, Barber? What's that? The Vikings D clamped up on Seattle and Russell and Metcalf. I mean, Metcalf had a good game, but you you really want more than 18 points from your quarterback. Am I right? Definitely. I mean... Russ does this, though. Like, Russ doesn't have good games every week. He has the big, like, 40 or 50 pointers, but he'll put up some some pretty bad ones. And since he had a 35 and a 31 to start the year, I mean, you kind of saw this coming. In the next three weeks, he has, I mean, four weeks, he has San Francisco, the Rams, Pittsburgh, New Orleans. Like, I would not be starting him. I'd go pick up Cousins. The thing about Wilson, though, is that he is one of those players that always plays up. Like, you know what I mean? Like That is true. He's super competitive, and I feel like he always plays up to the game rather than, like, plays down. And I know, like, the thing is is that the Vikings have a good defense, and they didn't look good at at the beginning of the game, but they made their adjustments at halftime and shut him down in the second half, really. And it's, you know, it's at Minnesota. It's loud there. But I really think that Russell – 
he's just like uber competitive and he's gonna like i think that next week he's gonna bounce back because i don't see seattle falling we'll see i don't know how good they are honestly um but they do have the rams pittsburgh new orleans those are all primetime games you got the thursday night sunday night and monday night so um you're gonna have primetime russell (laughs) they even have a monday nighter later in the year too and a sunday nighter so they love putting seattle in those primetime games uh that's where russ shines like you said so i mean we'll have to see how he does those are still tough matchups on defense um what are you thinking about Diggs so far this year he's not really lifted up to the hype neither has aj brown yeah um I, I do like Diggs a lot, even though he didn't like Minnesota and he broke my heart wanting to leave. I like Diggs a lot. I think he'll turn it around. He's He has Josh Allen, and, I mean, if he – the thing is, is that you know Diggs is going to voice his opinion to someone if he's not getting the ball, you know? So he's going to – he'll get it, he'll get his targets and his points at some point. Um, he had like double digit of targets, Browns, I mean. Or A.J. Brown's hurt, though, right? Like, he, he might not even play this week. Yeah, but at the same time, he was healthy the first two weeks, and he didn't do anything in those games either. So I don't know what to do with him. I mean, I'm sure Code wants to trade him, but who wants him at this point for his asking price? Wait, because oh, three, dude. Holy hell. That is – that's you might as well not have played. Exactly. Like, I, at this point, it's just like you don't want to trade him for no one, but at the same time, are you going to trade him for – I mean, even like a – for my thinking about my team, like a Brandon Cooks, would you want to trade Brandon Cooks for AJ Brown right now? And I don't know if you do, because at least Cooks has shown he can do it this year. Do you trade Robert Woods for AJ Brown? Yeah, that's another good one. Like I don't know if I want either of those players. Honestly, maybe you do do it <laughs> if you're your uh, side, because at least AJ yeah, Brown right. has a I name. Definitely want Robert Woods. I definitely want Robert Woods. I mean, you're connected to the better throwing offense, so at least you know, like. Her, or uh, not Herbert, um, Stafford has been throwing really well. And Cup's not going to get everything all the time. Like Cup's going to get double teamed at some point if Woods is just sitting there. And then Woods will have the good game. So, I mean, yeah, at least Zeke for him, he showed up. He had the running back one on the week, I believe. Um, so two touchdowns helps you out there. It really wasn't a great week overall. Like the quarterbacks have been killing it. Cooper Cup's been killing it. But like, Overall, like across the league, there wasn't anyone who position player wise. I, I can't think of anyone who went like thirty plus really. So it's pretty impressive uh, to put up one eighty eight. I don't think so. I don't think so either. Yeah, it's really just about the quarterbacks at this point, and there was a lot of big defensive guys. So, but Jamar Did Chase Adams, Adams didn't go for thirty. No, right? no, he didn't. But uh, Denver defense killing it here. Uh, what do you think of Jamar Chase? You saw him week one. He looked pretty good. Uh, he's been solid all, all throughout. Um, looks like Jerem might have picked up a nice guy there. Yeah, I know a lot of people going into the draft were hesitant at Jamar Chase because they were saying he had dropping issues in practice. But at the end of the day, him and him and Joe Burrow have such a good relationship, like just all through college, and now they're playing together in the NFL. They have that, you know, that wide receiver quarterback relationship. And honestly, I, I think that that is – that is what makes Jeremy's team as good as what it's been is having him because he's an every week starter in my opinion, and he 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 might be up for offensive rookie of the year when it's all said and done. Yeah, I mean he's on his 
his way right now. And none of the quarterbacks are going to steal it from him like Herbert did last year to right. uh, to our guy, JJ. So yeah, exactly. you finally got a good game from Kittle as well. I mean, once he gets Kittle up and running and uh, Taylor up and running, this team looks like it's the team to beat in the league. I definitely have. If we're, if we're doing power rankings right now, Jerm is my number one guy. Uh, Herbert. I would I would I would agree with you on that. Herbert as, has uh, just as been lighting up. I hate up. to put Starner at number one because I love when Starner's team's shitty. It makes things easier, but it sucks because Starner actually is super active on the waiver wire. He's always looking for those gems, and he finds them a lot of the time. So when he has a good team to start with, you know he's just going to keep padding it out with the guys. So um, definitely not looking forward to having playing him. Honestly, at this point, like you got to be pretty happy. I'm not sure if you look to to move Cup at this point. I mean, you get a lot for him right now. Like if you can move Cup for Diggs or something like that, I I would probably do that. And He's I, not big on trading though. Like, I, when was the last time? I I can't remember the last time Jeremy made a trade. Has he done it? He did trade me last year. It was like Debo for I forget who it was, but I like randomly picked someone up on the waiver wire. And he just like offered a trade out of the blue. Didn't talk to me about it at all, but it was Debo for this player that I picked up on the waiver wire. And I just was like, hell yeah, I love Debo, you know? So I was like, yeah, I'll take Debo. But I don't know Starner to like really talk through trades of, you know what I mean? Like if I were he to, does, I he think just if anyone he gets cold were to feet. hit him up for a cup right now, he, he wouldn't want to do it. He gets cold feet a lot of times, I feel like, and overthinks it a bit. And. Anytime I get a trade offer from Germ, it's normally some no name for one of my better players, and it's just not even worth looking at. Basically, like how you operate with your trades, where you'll give me a shitty player or three shitty players for one of my really good players. <laughs> yeah, I don't ever do that, dude. You sound like Matt. I mean, okay. But either way, it's been a tough start for Dakota, but when you're going up against the powerhouse that is Germ. I mean, you might as well get a stinker of a week out of the way, right? Yeah. But let's move on to my matchup here. I got Barbara Time versus Complicated Fellows. Uh, I put up 144. Ryan Warner put up 113. And Good win. Yeah, it was a solid win for myself. A good bounce back win after I kind of shot myself in the foot last week, not playing Brandon Cooks. Throw him in this week. He's good again this week. 20 points. I was totally expecting him to put up like a five-pointer or something like that and not do anything. So definitely pleased. He's three weeks in a row putting up, what, 19, 18, and 20. I mean, I'll take that all day from a guy who, like, honestly, I don't think anyone expects him to be more than maybe a flex play sometimes. So definitely we'll take that. Yeah, I think so. I mean, kudos to you for beating Warner's team because truthfully, like when I look at Warner's team, I think he has one of the better rosters. I mean, just from obviously Rodgers and pairing him with Tanyan. And Tanyan's going to have his weeks. There's going to be weeks where he goes off and weeks that he doesn't. But I love the duo of Nick Chubb and Najee Harris. I think that that could be um, the best duo. And running backs and Steven. And you I like a good my one duo. Too. I was going to say, I like Eckler, my duo more, but he is Eckler definitely. Eckler and Kamara, I think that, you, that like, they, both of them complement each other so well. Like, Kamara and Eckler are, like, the same kind of style of running back where they're really, they're really good runners, but they're really good catching the ball, too. Where Najee Harris and Nick Chubb are just straight downhill 
thumpers. Like you say that, but Najee got a Najee got a hundred yards receiving, fourteen receptions this week. Did you see that? So I wouldn't throw Najee in that. I think Najee is a different well, level player. But he's a he's a he's a big bruiser of a back as well. Absolutely, I mean. like yes. Not saying he's not good at like catching Did the you, ball. I mean, for I'm pretty that's, sure that's, Najee is bigger than uh, Najee's bigger than what's his face Henry, right? Uh, I think it is close. I don't know if he's bigger. I don't think anyone's bigger than Derrick Henry. That motherfucker is big as shit. Yeah, I mean they're basically the same size as what I'm looking at. Henry's got ten pounds on him. So, but my thing is, is that if Najee Harris had an O line, he ain't catching fourteen receptions. That the Steelers' offense is so shitty, dude. They gotta throw the ball, and they gotta throw it to Harris because I really don't like any of their receivers. Not Juju, not Claypool. Johnson's okay. I think he's the best of those three, in my opinion. I actually but- like all three of them. I just think I I don't like Big Ben and I don't like their offensive line. Um, it's just it's been tough overall. Najee, I think in the right offense, could, like if he was in Kamara's spot or maybe not Kamara because Kamara has a pretty tough situation. But if he's in Eckler's spot, I think he does really really well. And I, I mean think he's still doing Najee well. Harris and he's any remotely clo- an average. He's he's going to be up for you know bet one of the top five running backs in the NFL. And there's a I, lot of good running backs, but he is a guy. I definitely agree with that. Um, but Chubb, this is what you get from, from Tucker. That's 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 holy well, he, hell! I didn't even realize that Justin Tucker had 17 points as a kicker. That's well, got to be the most in the league, right? He hit a six, He hit a 66 yarder. So that that happens. Did you uh, watch it, Baltimore Ravens fan? I didn't watch it. I didn't watch any football this week. So. Oh, gotcha. Gotcha. But uh, I watched yeah. it. It was insane, dude. I did see the replay, but uh, Nick Chubb. This it was he... almost as insane as Matt Prater going for a sixty-eight yarder in Jacksonville, pulling a Alabama Auburn Iron Bowl classic for a field goal return for a touchdown, dude. Yeah, I mean Tucker is ridiculous. It was indoors, but like you put him out in Denver. I'm... <laughs> He probably gets close to a 70-yarder. Yeah. But um, looking at the rest of the, the team, uh, Nick Chubb, this is what you get from him. If he doesn't score a touchdown, he's not really catching balls unless it's a screen play. He goes 84 yards, and Cream Hunt got all the, the catches. I mean, they don't really need Chubb to do that. So, I mean, it sucks. Like, he had a good week. He had 84 yards, uh, and they just didn't really need him very much because they were killing Chicago, like, it it's hard whenever you get that kind of week where you just kind of get game scripted out where you don't you're not needed they're not going to try to push you as much but then my you get- thing is though my thing is though is that when you get up on a team like that like you like Chubb is the he's the runner like you know what I mean like he's the one that's supposed to get those fourth quarter carries that finish out the game you know what I mean like I agree but I, if I just, you try r- running it, nonstop when I you're up. It. And you can't get first downs, then you're just giving the ball right back to them. I I'm still sorry, think you, I didn't hear that first part. You blanked out a little bit. If you start out and you're just running the ball every first, second down with Chubb, like the defense knows that's coming, and they can just load up the box because they know you don't need to throw it. Um, and then you just kind of turn the ball over, and you don't really, unless the running back makes a big move, which Chubb obviously can do that, but. It's tough. Um, I mean, more times than not, he's going to have 
better games than this. It wasn't a bad game at all. Um, but we'll have to see because uh, looking at the receivers, Tyler Lockett got hurt a bit. Julio Jones got hurt. Doesn't seem like he he's probably not going to play this week. Um, it's a tough week for, for Warner overall. And then CD, he had a decent game, but, I mean, they just didn't need to throw the ball, honestly. Like, like Dak did well on my side. He had three touchdowns, but they went two went to the tight end. And, yeah. I, I mean, they killed him early with that deep pass to Lamb, and then they didn't really need to do anything else because they just had scored so many points early. Um, it's kind of tough there. Um, looking at my side, though, uh, we got Kamara and Eckler, both very solid at the running backs, putting up about 19 points. Um, basically, what you're you're hoping for each week is at least that amount. Uh, Mark Andrews, top three tight end, puts up over 100. Let's see what happens. Hey, that was throwing my guy the ball, the last Lamar. two years, dude. You know I like him. Yep. I mean, Lamar just has to throw the ball to him. He'll catch it. Hollywood won't, but he will. Um, Dak had a decent game, even though he basically like he got robbed another touchdown, and uh, he really just he didn't need to throw the ball. So I'm plenty happy with 26. Um, like we said with Cooks showing out, Claypool showed that he can take over that number one spot if uh, Deontay and Juju aren't there. The problem is whenever Deontay and Juju are there, he's gonna need to just hit a big play basically to get his production but nine receptions 96 yards maybe uh ben looks his way a bit more but overall not too much else in this game um pretty good week for me 144 better weeks to come for warner i'm sure as long as he can get healthy here yeah i just gotta say i really i just don't like claypool as like a i think he's a total douchebag biggest douchebag in the whole nfl that's good football player i just think he's a total fucking douchebag i mean that's not the first notre dame golden golden domer that's that's been said about so i won't (laughs) defend i won't defend him there actually one other question what do you think of obj did pretty well this week in his first week back uh i heard a weird story about obj that he like it was something with poop and women like he likes to like smell their farts or something like that like I forget what it was, but it was something super weird. So I don't, I don't fools with OBJ. And I so there's a there's a uh, former Harrisburg Cougar alum, Rob Martin, who was picked up unsigned, uh, or sorry, undrafted free agent uh, to the New York Giants, and he played with OBJ. And he said he's 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 just he's different. Like he's and maybe the fame just got to him, you know, but. I mean, Rob's a real humble, like, down-to-earth guy, and he just was, I don't know, he was just saying OBJ was a weirdo, pretty much. Yeah, I mean, he definitely runs in the Kanye spectrum more so than anything, but, uh, I mean, what are you going to say? But he, he did decently on the field. Maybe there's something to, to get from there. But let's move on to your matchup here. We got the Jinx Monks over Thank You Come Again, 123 to 118. Close matchup here. Take it away, Cook. Tell me about your matchup. Man, it's just destiny. I'll always beat Yogi's team. Yogi's the worst manager in the league. It's just how it is. On some real shit, though, I I was nervous going into this game. Um, Obviously, you don't want to fall 0-3. I had a rough start. I I got unlucky losing to Matt. Um, Kale put a a pretty good whoop in my team, laid a dud. Um, So, honestly, this was a must-win game. And I'm just glad, you know, Patty... 
even though they lost to the Chargers, a smooth 28, which is what I would expect from him. Um, Madison, thank God he played as well as he did, um, filling in for Dalvin Cook the way he should. And I just got to say, so Kareem Hunt, um, you know, I 81 rush yards, 74 receivings and a re- receiving yards and a rushing touchdown. I mean, that's that is big baller status. And then I, I just got to throw it out there. My man, Cole Beasley, refusing the vaccine, putting up a smooth 98 yards. I mean, that was key to the win, man. Without Cole Beasley, and I know you probably don't like him, and I know Kale doesn't like him, but um, I'm fortunate to have started him. And I believe in Cole Beasley. I like him as a football player. He's tough. And being in that – him and Josh Allen have a really good relationship and he's always doing um, – they're always like – you know, he all, they just he has his games, you know what I mean? Um, Matt had told me to start Christian Kirk, and I was just like, man, I ain't listening. And at this point, like, if Nook's going to continue to, you know, be out or not play, you know what I mean, like not live up to the hype, I mean, I think Christian Kirk's a very valuable uh, receiver that I could possibly throw in there. Um at the end of the day, it really sucks for Yogi and CMC getting hurt. I think that was pretty much the key point to um, to my team coming through. If CMC is healthy and he finishes the whole game, I think Yogi comes away with the win. Yeah, he he definitely would beat you out. Um, I mean, it, it's tough, especially like it'd be one thing if he like got hurt after putting up some good points or something like that, but he literally just even went out right after what the first or second quarter, like it was definitely early. Um, I mean, Yogi did well with Stafford Jefferson and Keenan. He just was missing the McCaffrey part and he was really leaning on him to be good this year. Like he, he's like one of the only guys in the league that really couldn't lose his number one running back because he just didn't have enough around him. Like he, really has no number two running back at this point and he was basically hoping that McCaffrey could play two two players for him which McCaffrey normally can do that he can't do it without a hamstring though and that definitely sucks I think um I I actually like I like Yogi's team on paper um Stafford balling I mean MVP candidate for sure Justin Jefferson in my opinion top seven receiver in the NFL Better than Keenan Allen, who also had a solid game, you know, 15 points, one touchdown, uh, 50 yards for eight receptions. I mean, Yogi's got a solid team on paper. But like you said, um, Devontae Smith, you know, being on that Eagles offense, um, you know, he'll he'll have some games where he'll get a score. But I don't I don't see him being a super threat immediately. He might be better down the line. But then you're going through Fournette and Mike Davis as your RB two. I mean, that's. I mean that that just won't get it done. You know? he, he missed two and, of and as well. Two points from Hawkinson too. That doesn't help. Doesn't help at all. Hawkinson had a really good um, week two, and then he throws up two points in week three. I mean, that's you know that's just that sucks. Yeah, this you is know? this is worst case scenario for Yogi. I think Yogi officially has the worst team in the league now without McCaffrey. And honestly, like, I don't think he's out for the year, but if he missed six weeks, I would not be surprised. Hamstrings aren't one of those things where you can just come back from them because they'll definitely re-injure him. So, and then let me, like, uh, this is something I don't understand, you know, like, like, look at his bench. 
Do you notice something that I'm noticing? Do you notice he's, what I'm noticing? Yeah, Kale. He, he has two free spots. Like I think Dakota called that out last week. Like he he has two free roster spots on his bench, and like one of those could have easily been Hubbard. You know what I mean? Like I took the I took a, I have to give up a roster spot because Dalvin is hurt frequently throughout the year, and he always ends up as a top top three, four, five running back. But he's hurt for a couple games, and I got to make sure I have his filling and his backup. Like, that's super important to be successful. My man didn't even have – you know what I mean? Like, he couldn't even pick up Hubbard on his bench. I mean, that is honestly just bad. Especially because he's also he's also rostering Justin Fields, which at this point I think we can cut ties on that one because even if he plays okay in real life at some point, at this point it seems like fantasy is out the window. So – and you know what? I I'll bet you he wouldn't have moved Daryl Henderson if Breon didn't tell him to in the chat. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure. He had Henderson starting. He had him starting. I think I forget when he told him that, but I, it was definitely the weekend. We were past Thursday night already. It I'm was pretty sure Friday it was like Saturday. Or Saturday or yeah, and he said start uh, Mike Davis instead of Henderson. He's not going to play. Yep. Yogi had him in because I looked at it and I was like, dude, Breon, fuck you, dude. That's why you're number nine on my fucking rankings. <laughs> <laughs> nice little preview there. Um, but, yeah, good job for you picking up Madison, putting him in there. Um, like you said, you got to cover your tracks. Great game from Hunt. He uh, definitely got the load over Chubb this week. And I think it was just they didn't want to put the miles on Chubb, so go ahead with Hunt. And, I mean, if the Browns are better this year, which they seem like they're pretty good, um, you might see a bit more of that. Who knows? Uh, Hunt is definitely the more versatile player. Um, I mean, they're both super explosive, so it's not like you're losing anything when you go to Hunt. Uh, Definitely a nice guy for you, and you can have the uh, kind of the luxury of not having to rely on him. Because you have Dalvin. And Damian Harris had a bad week this week. But overall, I mean, this is the number one rush defense in the league that he faced. So I don't think Belichick yeah. wanted to try him out there. So it was just kind of he's, a tough week. I'm not even, honestly, Barbara, I'm not even starting next week because he's playing Tampa Bay. I guarantee you he's going to, he, he'll probably put up two points again. Yeah. I mean, Tampa has the number two rush defense. So it's like, it, it's really tough there. Um, you just kind of got to, move on he's not matchup proof just wait till he has another decent matchup and play him then he'll be fine so that's all for week three though good win by you cook um good win for me and uh i mean there there was a lot that happened this week some big injuries um we'll look at it going ahead in the uh and the preview for next week but for right now you want to get into your power rankings here and just give us a rundown so uh, going through the power rankings, uh, this is mine, Dave and Cook's power rankings. I have at number 10, thank you, come again. Um, Yogi, got to step up your skills, man. Number nine, Breon, fuck you. Eight, Kale. Seven, Brown. Six, Dakota. Five, Barber. Four, Cook. Three, Warner. Two, Matt. And one starter. And this is based off of um, who I think has the best roster, like from rosters and how the teams have performed so far. Um, so, yeah, that's my power rankings. So, Anything, any, any, uh, any input on that, Barber? 
My team's better than yours. Switch to those two. <laughs> but I mean, at this point, who knows? You know. But it's still early. But Yogi's definitely. I'll say it. I guarantee you, everyone in the league would have Yogi at ten. So I think that's. <laughs> Especially without McCaffrey. We agree on anything. Yogi's a fucking ten. Yep. So let's get into the week four preview. We're going to start with Jack Sex Havers versus the Wheelie Bros. And uh, this is another tough one for Matt. Like, he is a good team. We've already said this. But going up against the, the big dog, Germ, and all I see is Derrick Henry versus Jack uh, the Jets. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's basically all I have to say. <laughs> that's, that's, that's it. And then you got yeah. Ky- Kyler and Nuck versus the Rams. That's a tough matchup for them. <laughs> I, I don't like it. I don't like it for Matt at all. No, I think based off of matchups, that's tough. But I do like Hill versus Philly. Um, Mixing you know, against Jacksonville is you know, good, like too. Like you said before, Kansas City's about to pop this game. They're gonna, I, I think this will be a game that where they run the score up on someone. You know what I mean? I agree. Yeah, and Hill against Jacksonville. This could be a great mixing week. Um, Chubbard against Darren Dallas Waller, would be good too. Know, he could pop off and Hubbard. I uh, honestly, I can't believe he got Hubbard. I can't believe we let that happen. Truthfully, as a league, like no one picked up Hubbard. I thought someone well, four six was going to pick him up. Or I'm I pretty sure I was. Him. I'm pretty sure I was ten. So I didn't. I wouldn't have had a chance, but. Um, Matt was 10. Matt was 9 or 8. No, Matt was 8. Yogi was 9 because Yogi put in a, a bid for him. I thought a, Matt was 10 when I looked at it. It came up that Yogi had put a bid on him, and I didn't even think to do it because I was so far back. So Yeah. But I, mean, I think um, looking at this, uh, you got Herbert on Monday night against Las Vegas. That's a big game. You have Cup against Arizona, uh, Derrick Henry against the Jets. I mean, Jets are shitty big time. Um, this is, I think this is the matchup of the week. In my opinion, this is roster one versus roster two, um, at least like looking at it on paper. Oh, man, I'm going, I'm going with Matt. I'm going to have to go with Matt on this one. So while I agree with you about Hill and that, Kansas City is going to go off on Philly, and Hill is probably going to go off because of it. I don't see Kyler doing anything against the Rams' defense. I think they know him. They're individual division rivals. It's going to be a lower-scoring game. I think Cup actually has a bad game this week. Um, I think Woods could do decently, or at least better than he's been. But I think they're going to put uh, Jalen Ramsey on Cup for sure. And... Um, I mean that you means you mean on Hopkins. Yeah, on Hopkins, sorry. And I think uh Kirk was who I was thinking of. Um but Kirk on the other I think Kirk will have a good game or Moore will have a good it's it's Moore, right? Who's the dude from Purdue? Uh I think it's Rondell Moore, but Kirk, yeah, Rondell Kirk Moore. had the game la- Kirk was the guy this week, Rondell was the guy two weeks ago. Yeah, so it's kind of up in the air on who who to trust in that one, but I mean, both these teams are good. I just like Henry against the Jets. And, I mean, Herbert against the Raiders should be fine, too. Um, yeah, I just, I'm I'm rooting for Matt because I don't want Starner to be good. I like it when Starner's shitty in the league. Well, I think better league when Starner sucks. 
I'm just kidding, but <laughs> well, Matt is I'm in my division, so I'm gonna go with Germ. We'll just let Germ keep winning and beat beat every team in my division for me. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's it's been a tough one for for Matt for sure. Um, he totally could win this week. Hill could put up fifty and he could win it, and Kyler and Nuck could have fine games, and Mixon could have a big game against Jacksonville. I just don't see it, especially not with Nuck beat up. Carson seems like he's a bit beat up. Uh, it's it's tough. So uh, let's move on to the next matchup, though. Complicated Fellows versus the Weak-Ass Pussies. Battle of the Packer Suckers. Um, it's basically, I'm looking at it. I'm saying Josh Allen against Houston. And <laughs> that's going to be pretty good. So, uh, yeah, that'll, that'll, be a, that, that'll be a good one. But to counter that, Rodgers against Pittsburgh's defense... Pittsburgh's defense uh, is very Pittsburgh's good. I guess Pittsburgh's defense is pretty good. Yeah. Um, I will say Chubb and Harris both have decent matchups. I think if Pittsburgh wants to win against Green Bay or keep it close, Najee is the way to do that. They're going to be handing the ball to him. They're going to be throwing the ball to him. I'm not sure if Deontay is back or not or how hurt Juju was, but I definitely think Najee is going to get his. Um, do you know if Julio is playing this week? Because... I don't know if he is, and I'm not sure if Lockett is. And if neither of those two are playing, I'm just going to go with Garrett immediately. So I don't know if they are either, but if both of them are out, that would be very bad for... I mean, he's got Robbie Anderson, who I think could step in there and, you know, have... Like, I think he could have a solid game any game, but darn He hasn't done it this year. I mean, (laughs) Sermon had a decent game, I believe, but I don't know... How many of their running backs are getting healthy this week or what's going on? But, I mean, they've picked up a million guys there, so obviously they're not too high on Sermon right now. Barber, of everyone on the Bears offense that you wouldn't want, Darnell Mooney is at the top of that list. <laughs> I mean, sure, but I don't think he's looking to play Darnell Mooney. I, I mean, I would go... Over I would him. go Cephas over him for sure, or just throw Beckham up there and play Gainwell. I don't know. Um, I mean, it's not looking good for Warner. He definitely should have won and got uh, Chuba Hubbard. Like that would have been huge for him to have Odell be able to plug in and then play Chuba. Like I'm not sure what was going on there, but um, <laughs> it was his guy to take too because he had the number one waiver. So. Um, yeah, we were we were watching the uh, the Panthers game together, and I remember um, I remember him him watching the. He, it was like they were driving, and it was it wasn't just Hubbard; it was the other running back as well. But they were driving, and they got into the red zone, and Hubbard had his chance to score a touchdown. And I know in that moment, like you're like, all right, let me see what he's gonna do, and. He didn't. He didn't capitalize on the opportunity in Warner's eyes, and honestly, in my eyes too, he didn't. He didn't look that good in that moment, you know, like in that game specifically. But I've I've watched him in the preseason games, and he looked damn good in the preseason games. So one um, thing, one thing about Chuba that you have to remember is that he played against Matt Rule in college, and Matt Rule at the end of the day, he's doing well in the NFL for sure. But he's still a college guy, for sure. So I think he thinks highly of Chuba. I don't think he cares that he dropped a pass. I think he's going to get every 
carry every target that McCaffrey was going to get. And I think he's going to be good until McCaffrey comes back. Um, I, I def- think that if they if they use two backs in this last game, they'll have two backs in too. I mean, Chuba he's got not basic- gonna get, He's not going to get CMC carries, but he'll get a lot. Who might he- get the most? But there's definitely going to have that other guy play a little bit. That defense is good. They're going to be in all of these games. Um, and I'd say more of a 65-35 or a 60-40. I mean, I think it's going to be closer to 70-30. At, getting 95% of the touch. I think 70-30 is at worst what will happen. I think Chuba is going to be the main guy. He's going to do just fine. He's not going to obviously put up McCaffrey numbers or anything like that, but he's going to be good, and he's going to be a guy that would have maybe switched this back to Warner. But I'm going to go with Garrett because of no move there. And I don't, I mean, if Julio and Lockett play, those guys have been hurt all of their careers. Like, who says they don't get hurt again, you know? So, so I'm going to go with the sure thing and go with Garrett. Go with Garrett because he is Adam Thielen and Warner has Aaron Rodgers and Robert Tanyan and Nick Chubb, who plays the Vikings. And I'm just at this point rooting against the Packers and the Browns because the Vikings play the Browns and I don't like the Packers. There you go. So we're both going with Garrett. And uh, on a side note, I just want to say congratulations to Matt for reaching 30 moves in four weeks. Um, good, pay, <laughs> good, good pace for him. High five, Barbara. Thanks for catching that. <laughs> it, it is twice as many as the next moves, which is you, Cook. So he has twice as many moves as you. How many do I have? You have 15. How many? 15. Wow. That's a lot more than I thought. Yeah, you're, you've been moving. So um, let's go to Yogi versus I Brown. Need- and uh, I, I mean, we can just kind of say Brown is going to take this one. <laughs> Yogi is playing Zach Moss and Daryl Henderson coming off an injury. And, and doesn't have Hubbard. Doesn't have Hubbard. He did at least he put in a waiver priority, and I I called him out for that because Matt had said he was final last waiver. That wasn't true. Yogi did put in a waiver. He was just waiver nine, which unfortunate for Yogi. Um, but I mean, what are you gonna do? Um, should just have him on your bench anyways, like you were saying. He did fill out his team a bit here, um, I believe. Right? He picked up a couple players, or did he just drop? Gus Edwards. Yeah, he just dropped Gus Edwards for him, so. Still has Justin Fields. <laughs> Still has Justin Fields. Um, he picked up Zach Pascal. Okay, good job, Yogi. Making moves. <laughs> I'm going with Brown. Yeah, I, I don't think we need to really even talk about this. Um, Brady and Evans against New England on Sunday Night Football. That's going to be huge numbers. Um, that alone against a real team, I would say, is probably going to be an edge. Um, Barkley is not going to have a good game versus New Orleans unless he catches the ball. Montgomery should actually have a decent bounce back game against Detroit. Detroit's awful. DJ Moore should light up Dallas's defense unless Trayvon Diggs is on him, which Trayvon's looked great this year. Um, definitely good showing. He has the most interceptions in the league. Did you know that? Yeah. I mean, he's been killing it for sure. Um, it's tough because Brown has a lot of stuff going against him, but just Brady and Evans against a mangled Yogi team. I I just like them just basically to win it by themselves. Um, Brown, if you lose yeah, this one, like, you should feel really bad. What I bad. will say, um, as 
as terrible as I don't want to say terrible, but Yogi has three players that could carry his team. It's Stafford, Jefferson, and Allen. All three of those dudes could have great game. All of them. Yeah, but know? Brown but, has Brady, Evans, Moore, and Kelsey. And I Hawkinson, mean, really. Like, TJ Hawkinson, he's he's a top He five can't tight carry end. a team. If I'm going tight ends, I'm going with Kelsey. Kelsey plays for Brown's team, so I will go again with Brown. So I know you're just trying to find a counter-argument, but... Uh, it's it, not just a counter-argument, yeah. but, like, Hawkinson could put up more points than Tyler Ward and DJ Moore. I don't know you about know? DJ Moore or DJ has been I'm killing just going, it. But. I'm just going with Yogi's four best players with Brown's four best players. And I'm I'm choosing Brown in this matchup. I'm yeah. just saying Yogi has the pieces to pull it out. Yep. Uh, I think Brown definitely takes this one. Um, could be closer than the experts think, but uh, we'll we'll go ahead and roll with Brown here. Let's move on to my matchup. we got Barbage Time versus the So Ass Canal. Um should be a good matchup, honestly, overall. Um, okay matchups on either side. Nothing that really sticks out except for Alvin Kamara versus the New York Giants defense. I love that. Yeah, that's a good matchup. Um, I like Eckler on Monday night, too. I always like players going in on Monday. I think uh, it, 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 it's, it's really a – you can make it strategic because I think, I think players have bigger performances on games – of that magnitude, like a Monday night or a Sunday night. And especially in fantasy when you might be down 12, 15 points and you have an Austin Eckler going into that and you're down, you know? And I think that, you know, it, it's just, it, for me, I, I like having Monday night games. So I, I expect Austin Eckler to have a really good night too. Um, I agree, know, but I, I have been burned. You know, I have tough, been burned on Monday I, I night, though. I will say a tough matchup against Carolina, but Carolina. They've this been is solid. their first prove it game. You know what I mean? Like, okay, you three and zero, and and your defense has been balling out. But this is the real first tough matchup that you guys have had so far. The you Cowboys know what I mean? are the Cowboys are good this year. The Cowboys' offense is elite this year. I think they're the second tier right underneath uh, the Chiefs there. So I think the Chiefs are by themselves. Next tier is Dallas and a couple other teams, but uh, like the Rams. Um, definitely th- we'll need to see it. I believe one of their best defensive players got hurt last week. Um, but looking at the other side, it's just like um, Adams has a tough matchup against Pittsburgh. Denver's defense has been really good, actually, and they're at Denver. That's a tough place to play. Debo got a bit he didn't do as well this past game. It seems like they're using Ayuk a bit more. Uh I'm not sure if I trust Ayuk enough to play him this game. I really want to because Seattle hasn't been that great. We'll see if that ends up happening. Um Corey Davis has a really good matchup against Tennessee, so I, I do think the Jets might bounce back a little bit. I don't, I'm not expecting anything good, but I'll be happy with those 10 points that he's projected. Um, so you give, might know better than I do, but do you do you know why Brandon Ayuk isn't playing or why he's not getting the targets that we all thought? I mean, like I expected Ayuk to be heavily involved in the offense. And he's he's put up. 0, 1, and 12. So it's obviously getting better, which shows some optimism. But like Shanahan said it was because he wasn't a professional at first. But I think he he really just – he was frustrated. 
and I probably wasn't doing everything he wanted him to do. And at the end of the yeah. day, he was hurt all training camp, and he's still a rook. Like he's a second year guy. Like he, it's not like he's a, some veteran, you know. So he needs that yeah. time. And I think Shanahan just wanted him to get some practices under his belt, starting to work him back in. And honestly, all signs point to this week being the week that he actually does break out, which is why I might end up playing him. If Deontay and Juju play, I might play him over Claypool. Um, but, I mean, at this point, I'm not sure if you can trust him. We'll see what he, Debo does because Debo's been fantastic, but you never know with Shanahan. He's so weird. Like, he has no running backs, but he'll still run the ball 40 times a game and still be plenty, plenty good with it. And then Debo... I mean, he was so I think good he does a really good job at, uh, at uh, not showing his cards and utilizing everyone on the roster. I, I, you know, like just from from being a coach and like like Belichick is in that in that way as well, where like he never shows his. And I think that Shanahan is just like that, just from an offensive standpoint. And you could be right, dude. Like I I I I I wouldn't. I wouldn't be shocked if I popped off, especially against a rival like Seattle. Yeah, and Seattle's defense hasn't been good. They gave a ton of points to Titans, ton of points to Minnesota. I mean, it's it's tough because with San Francisco, they have two of three receivers that can can blow up. It can be Ayuk, it can be Debo, it can be Kittle. It's normally never all three of them. So. I could definitely see. I think Kittle is normally the safest option, and then you just pick one of the two, Ayuk or Samuel. Um, I mean, this week I'm not sure which way it'll go. It's trending toward Ayuk, like you had said, because he is getting used more. We'll see if that actually plays out, but who knows with Shanahan? I mean, Ayuk could get benched for some reason because he's not changing the toilet paper and being a professional in the locker room. Who knows? Um, but Gibson. Against ATL, you love to see that. Washington's been dog shit this year, but there's not many better teams to pop off and get back on track against than ATL. Yeah, they suck. So I'm, you know, I'm going with I'm going with Washington in that one. But I think all in all, Barb's, I'm I'm going with you in this matchup. Um, Suez Canal. I uh, I don't I don't like Robinson. Even against Detroit, I you know just he could be fine. I, the, I think part, it, I don't want any part of Chicago. Not yeah, single part. I think one other thing that's kind of an X factor is Gronk um, up against New England. He obviously has that same rivalry with Brady uh, against them. You know Brady's going to try to stick in in their face and probably get Gronk two touchdowns, and that could definitely be an X factor that swings it back toward Kale. But I just think Kamara is going to cover whatever happens. And I think this is a 40-point Kamara game, at least 30. Uh, like you said, I love Eckler on Monday night. I think if I'm within 15 points. Um, you know what, Barber? I, I switch it. I switch it up. I'm I'm going with Kale's one. I think Kale's got you. I think Devontae Adams and Lamar Jackson, they're going to pull it through. And uh, what is that? That's Trent Richardson leading the way? Yeah. He's he's busting through, man. He's busting through. Kale's driving the shit. Toot, toot, running right through the iceberg. This ain't the Titanic. This ain't the Titanic. The Soas Canal is in Central America, dude. <laughs> but, I mean, okay. Um, 
I'll, I'll go, go with, with Kale Barber. Fuck you. I'll go with myself in this one. Um, let's move on to your matchup here. Uh, Jinx Monks against the Curious Germs. Uh, bad time for Dakota. AJ Brown, not sure if he's playing. Probably not. If he does, he gets a great matchup against the Jets. But, I mean, how much does he play even if he does? Elliot finally That's had a good also, I mean, for superstars, you know, you – you 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 would want them to sit out against a New York Jets team. You know what I mean? Like I would I would want you, them to you play. You want him to play against the good teams, but like when it's a team that's you know's not going to win the division or their division, they're Are not you saying win as far end, as the team goes or as far as my fantasy playoff. team goes? What'd you say? Are you saying as far as their team goes or as far as the fantasy team goes? I'm saying as far as their team goes. Okay, so like the Titans. So I, I'm, I'm saying I'm expecting him not to play. Yeah. If, you know, you know, I'm expecting him not to play. I agree. And, I mean, Hollywood has looked good. He obviously dropped some passes, but I don't necessarily count that against him because Lamar kept throwing him the ball. So that's all that matters is that he keeps they're hitting boys, the targets. Man. I feel like they're, they're like, they're like, closer than teammates they're homies you know what i mean yeah i could definitely see it um as far as your team goes you got patty like we had said before patty's gonna try to light him up and this this is a 40 point patty game waiting to happen um at least a smooth 30 i I take a smooth 30 from patty every week i think you're gonna need 40 against uh dakota this week I will say that Russell and DK have a tough matchup against San Francisco. As far as it goes, I don't see them blowing up, but they they should have solid games there. Like you had said before, you're not sure if they're going to drop back to 1-3. and three. So if you're saying that and you think Seattle's going to put up some points, it's going to be tough to play against their top two scorers, basically. Unless they run in the touchdowns with Carson or something like that. But, I think it's tough whenever you play against someone. Excuse me. I think it's tough whenever you play against someone who has um, like pairs like that. Like Matt has Hopkins and Murray. Ryan has Tom Brady and Mike Evans. Russell Wilson and DK Metcalf. That is a lethal duo. I mean, I think DK. People may say he's not the clear-cut number one, but he is a freak of nature. And he's going to have those games where if Seattle pops off and they have a, a 25, 30-plus point performance, D- you know DK Metcalf is heavily involved in that offense that day. You know yeah. what I mean? So Lockett is um, also banged up. So this has DK uh, Metcalf written all yeah, we're going to throw to Metcalf. Um, looking at your team, Cooper, he caught some balls last game. He seems like he's he didn't get hurt at all again. So hopefully for you, he's, he stays a bit healthier. And this could be the Robert Woods game. It's an in-division rival. In-division rivals know how to deal with the top threats of the other team for the most part. Um, they're probably going to start trying to lock down on Cup, make someone else beat them. That guy could be Woods. Yeah, I I mean I love my Patty matchup. Uh, I think Patty. I mean Patty's good each and every week. If Dalvin plays, I'm expecting Dalvin to have 20 plus. Um, Kareem Hunt, it's like hit or miss, man. You know, like he could. It all depends on the game plan that week. And if 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 Minnesota jumps on him early, and the Browns have to play from behind, 
Kareem Hunt's going to have a good day. However, I think that if the Browns get up and it's the fourth quarter and they're up like seven, 10, 14 points, they're going to run the shit out of Nick Chubb. And that's, I think that's, that's how their offense operates. Kareem Hunt is kind of the do it all guy, but Nick Chubb is the closer, you know? And I, you know, I, I, it sucks that he's my uh, running back too, because I think that he, he's more of a flex guy at this point within that offense. I just hope that Cooper, um, I'll probably play with this as, as the week progresses, because I, I don't know who I really should start. And I might play with some people like on the waiver wire. Like, I don't like, I don't like Goddard at all. You know what I mean? Like, my tight end right there, I think he fucking blows. Well, I have a guy in Tyler Higby that is on the market and ready to move, if you were so willing. Um, I would also say that if Antonio Brown, which he should, he's vaccinated, so he should be off that COVID list. I would definitely throw him in. Tampa's going to have a big night against New England. Um, This is going to be a tough matchup. It basically comes down to... How badly does Cooks eat up the Houston secondary? Does A.J. Brown play and Russell Wilson, D.K., do they just stack on each other and just do really well there? Um, You have the two X factors, obviously, every week with Patty and Dalvin. Um, It's always tough to go against two big play guys. I will say if A.J. Brown plays, honestly, even if he doesn't play, I'm probably rolling with Dakota in this one. Um, I just... I think Zeke looked good last week. I think they really know how to use him when they need to. And defenses can't load up the box against him like they used to be able to. Like last year, they had no quarterback. They could just load it up on him. Now, he had one bad game, but... I think think that also Carolina uh, losing... Is it it J.C. Horn? Yeah, J.C. Horn. He's very good, and they lost him. I think I think that's big. Um, Not only that, but they, like losing CMC hurts your defense for too. Super or CD Lamb, like one of those two, will have a good week every week or a solid week. You know, um, I think for my team, dude, like looking at them, the things that the two the two pieces that have been really killing me have been Robert Woods and Amari Cooper the last the last two weeks because Robert Woods has not been doing anything and Cooper had one good week but then he was hurt every week after that and he hasn't been doing anything after that and that's what's making that's what's hurting my team right now in my opinion is that my receiver health and my receivers in general are just not they're not they're not it you know and I I like Dalvin I like Cream Hunt I like Damian Harris in certain matchups um I obviously got to roll with my squad. It's a must-win for us. If I go to one and three, it's going to be hard to battle back from that. If I can pull away with this win right here, I feel comfortable going into next week against um, against Starner, and we'll rock out from there. We just take it week by week, but I'm rolling with the, the Jinx Monks. Yeah, I definitely think it's going to be a tough two-week stretch for you. I'm going to Cody here. Honestly, a preview of next week, I'll probably roll with Starner just because his team is so good. I mean, you have Patty and Dalvin. Anything could happen. Those two could go for 80 points combined, and this could just kind of flip on its head. But 
I like the way Hollywood's playing. I think Diggs is due, and he is going to be due big in this game versus Houston. If A.J. Brown does play, he is also due against the Jets. He could have a million points. Tough game for Russell and D.K., but with Lockett a bit injured, Carson seemed like he was banged up a bit. This is going to be a DK week, it feels like, and you're you get the the chance to play him right now, so it sucks. Um, Zeke, I think, is going to be solid. I don't care about Miles Sanders if you have all the rest of that. So, um, Barbara, wasn't it you in high school that sniffed Matt's butthole in the locker room? No, that would not be me. I'm pretty sure it was you, dude. No, was not me. Oh, that was Ethan Daroba. I totally, I totally mixed that up. Cook, I'm going to punch you next time I see you because you just <laughs> got me and Daroba mixed up. Like, I, I honestly <laughs> think that is the worst thing anyone's has ever said about me. That, that might be the worst. No, it, no it's not, Barbara. Come you just, you just mixed me up for Ethan Daroba. Like, like I could have uh, swore, man. I could have swore Matt told me that story. I mean, I thought obviously, it, I thought it, it could have happened. It was Jeroba, though. You getting him mixed up with me, I owe you a punch in the arm, and you will have a dead arm. So congrats for that. Thanks for coming on the podcast. I don't want to talk to you anymore. <laughs> you, you've talked way <laughs> oh, too hey, much. Hey, man, I just did it as a joke for the end of the shits. But, uh, yeah, man, it, it's, it's always good hopping on. I love talking shit, man. It's just who I am. And honestly, I never... I never really talked much shit growing up. I did, but then Coach Heiser took my cleats from me in a scrimmage because I was talking too much shit. So I never really did it, but then coaching at Harrisburg has really brought it out of me. So I talk shit, and it's always fun in games. It's never anything too personal. Um, like, I knew it was the robot that smelled his butt but like I, it's funny you know what i mean and i hope you keep it in the podcast for for uh for the fun you know but uh, at the end of the day man like you 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 know when it's all said and done like a, you know I, I got a lot of love for you barber um i'm glad that you had me on and uh i'm uh i'm excited for the rest of Stephen mcgee man well, i appreciate that cook appreciate you coming on I don't want to talk to you anymore, so you have a bad week. I picked against you, so go lose. Lose again next week because of that insult that you did. Um, but I do appreciate you coming on, and uh, I guess good luck the rest of the year.